0: that special time of the year again uh the time that i will finally beat here in in the in oscar challenge
1: your dreams <laughs> i have won the past what three, three, years? Years. three years i
0: almost won last year fucking la land no 2015
1: 2016 2017 yep this would be my fourth year to win the reigning sorry if defending
0: if sound... undisputed oscar champion of the world
1: Kieran Rose, honey, honey, honey. anyways i'm sorry if i'm sniffling um i we'll talk
0: about why she's sniffling i definitely just
1: got done crying <laughs> like 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 whale cry not like a, a gentle you know a dab my like corners of my eyes like <laughs> like i'm probably like, gonna cry after like this. jimmy
0: and coco cry
1: yeah like bad cry <laughs> um because something i watched um but we'll anyways. get to
0: it in a few but it like like i said it is it is that time a special time of year it is oscar season uh, the Oscars are on Sunday, 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 Sunday. Okay, okay, we're done. So, like we explained before, uh, we, over the past few years, have been doing, like, an Oscar challenge, what many people do in Oscar parties and so on and so, so forth, When where we... But f- there's no money
1: involved. No. Because Jimmy already owes me a bunch of money. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> that didn't need to be said. But, okay. That's what <laughs> love is, folks. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, no, so we print out the ballots and Kieran only wants the Vanity Fair ballots because she thinks they're the prettiest.
1: They're just the most crisp and the most clean, okay? I've used the Vanity Fair ballots for the past four years, so pop off. Actually, I've used them since high school. Um, Like, I I would make ballots in high school. I even entered the competition of the, like, Oscar film students thing in 2000... What are
0: you talking about?
1: 14? The contest for like student filmmakers to win a chance to go to the Oscars. To that present. was a thing. Yeah, I didn't get chosen because <laughs> I did something comedic. I did something comedic, which never gets picked. So I'm gonna just chalk it up to that. You know, not that the, I probably wouldn't have get gotten picked if it was dramatic, but whatever. Um, so I've been kind of obsessed with the Oscars just because I don't know. I I. I distinctively remember the first Oscars I ever watched. Um, it was the 2003 Oscars, so it was all the 2002 films. Um, that would have been Chicago. That would have been um, Whale Rider. I remember distinctively the young actress in Whale Rider, them panning to her in the audience when she was nominated. Um, and also, uh, <laughs> I, I laughed. Like, I would giggle. Like, I was watching it for the first time with my parents, like, staying up late on a Sunday night. like, And The Pianist... Was nominated oh yeah adrian Brody. yeah so and i was like
0: so she goes they said pino she goes before because she... <laughs>
1: i was uh she goes
0: before eight. do you remember the year that the whale rider was nominated for best picture and <laughs> i'm like know. how the fuck would i know when the whale like a... i don't even know what the whale rider is
1: you have like a plethora of knowledge in your head that's not useful at all so i thought <laughs> maybe you'd be like well yeah 2002 um but i don't know but that's that's the first year that i remember watching and i remember watching like steve martin was hosting
0: oh okay and yeah. it was I chicago year I watch it.
1: and i watched chicago i think right after the oscars because they did so much chicago stuff um i think that won best picture that year
0: i believe so yeah i will fact check that yeah but, please uh, do my Bye. uh my first oscar experience was 2008
1: just a little bit later. So,
0: actually, no, it wasn't 2000. It, it was 2009 was that, for the 2008 movies. Was that Juno year? Uh, So, the Best Picture winner for 2009 was Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, um, that was a
1: good year. I loved that movie. But
0: the reason why I watched it that year was because it was significant in nerd culture because The Dark Knight was nominated for three awards. Oh, and yeah, I remember that. I think to this day, it's still the most... A comic book movies ever received a total amount of awards. Of.
1: Heath Ledger's family yeah. accepted the award for him.
0: Yeah, and that was that was super big. Um, I pretty much stayed up, and you know at that time it was school night, so Oscars tend to go on forever. Uh, yeah, Chicago won Best Picture.
1: Okay. Oh, that was Spirited Away here too.
0: So uh, I I distinctly remember. Just being overjoyed when Heath Ledger won that. And, and it was like, you know what? I, I stayed up till 12 o'clock to watch these awards in high school the next day. But because he won that and everything like that, that made it worth it. To To this day, there still hasn't been uh, a movie in the superhero-esque genre that has, that has gotten more than three awards on the Academy Awards nominations. So,
1: I don't want to hear you talk about lack of, like
0: no i'm just saying mm. that that's why that's what got me into the oscars and See, you know we I were in ninth grade and then the the one i remember like uh probably the most is the following year which was avatar year and Ugh. i was like why the fuck Unpopu- is Avatar? <laughs>
1: unpopular opinion i have seen half of avatar and i don't get the hype now, this is also coming from someone who the last episode showed one of her favorite movies, Aquamarine. So, it, I mean, take it with a grain of salt, guys. But um, I, I just Well, never... actually,
0: you showed Jack and Jill.
1: <sighs> yeah, we did. That was almost... That was nominated for an Oscar, right? No, it was Norbit. No, it was Norbit. I get those <laughs> confused because it's both somewhat comedic actors who have fallen off the wagon by making terrible movies dressing norbit, up as a woman
0: <laughs> i think norbit may have been the first movie to be both nominated for an oscar and a razzie <laughs> um maybe yeah but
1: uh sandra bullock was the first actress to be nominated for a razzie and a um oscar the same year blindside and all about steve same year she accepted her really? too oh wow but anyways um are we gonna go into our ballots now
0: well i was gonna talk with you about how you know i've been saying pretty much this whole year how hard this oscar season is going to be because it it is a fantastic year for movies yeah i feel like i've
1: never seen this many oscar films like i've i've heard about them and known about them but i've seen all the ones i want to see like i wanted
0: there's a yawn this episode (laughs) also really quick for the the 2008 uh, or two thousand nine Oscars. Um, that I watched. It was before the Best Picture category had eight movies. So many did it have six. Four. They, four. Yeah, they only used to have four. It no. was it was Slumdog Millionaire, uh, Milk, Frost, Nixon, and Milk was really good. something else. But uh, something that I remember specifically is that the animated movie category was only two movies. It was Kung Fu Panda and Wally. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that's and Wally weird. won. But yeah, no, but the uh little fun fact for those who don't know, the uh Oscars didn't only had four movies nominated for Best Picture until the James Franco and Hathaway year. And then then it was it turned in eight.
1: What was that? Two thousand and eleven?
0: I think that's a I don't know off the top of my head. I think that's a fair guess. Yeah. But the, yeah, no, this year, twenty seventeen, uh we're in twenty eighteen, but Great! It has, it's year. been a fantastic year.
1: Yeah, great year for movies, like enjoyable, like meaningful movies, um, and and I like that most of them. Like, it's not just like, oh, here's you know, Tarantino with another movie, or like uh, it's changing the game up a little bit. um on, I mean, on there's all done sorts of English accounts, which is fine and uh, different. Different movies that are like, okay, yeah, I called that. But there are a lot that like like The Big Sick, Get Out, um
0: There there's Lady just Bird, tons of uh I-Tanya. new statistics in this Oscar. Like, um, first transgender Oscar presenter for the fantastic woman, the actress who's in this fantastic is me snapping, woman. You. first Pakistani to be nominated for uh, original screenplay for big sick first female cinematographer um just tons and tons of just things being broken and barriers being broken down and uh things like anyone who pretty much was accused for sexual harassment is pretty much not on this list at all like
1: that's come out yet
0: yeah i'm sorry like kieran's
1: still thinking about it
0: in the okay. past, uh, like for example, James Franco is not nominated. Like, uh, like they actually listened, and that was something that yeah, I was afraid true. of because in past years, the they the disaster haven't listened. artist is nominated. But that's not because of James Franco.
1: Yeah, but okay. But anyways, yeah, I think that this is a very important time in Hollywood too, um, and I'm 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 curious to see how they're gonna handle a lot of the, you know. I don't know last year it was like oh yeah we're gonna make jokes about trump and now it's like no there's a platform and you're on it and just like the golden globes like you know take advantage of that platform and and speak to some of these issues that these movies are about um they tackle race they tackle you know social issues they tackle mental illness um That's beauty and the beast, James. (laughs) We're not talking about that. Please, I was going on a good one. And then I lost all my train of thought because of your lack of maturity. Anyways, it's tackling a lot of things that need to be, you know, spoken about. We just watched the um, live-action shorts and one of the documentaries, which is why I was sobbing. Guys, if you're going to see one documentary short... Go to YouTube. It's on YouTube. All all 28 minutes of it. It's called Edith and Eddie. (sighs) So I cry at every old person thing. Like, if you know me well enough, you know that, like, if you turn on, like, anything with an old person, whether it's, like, a news clip or, like, a cute little vine, like, I will probably cry. Like, even if it's happy, I'll probably cry. This is, was... uh, It's about the, like, oldest interracial couple... Ever like newlyweds ever, um, and and it's also about elder abuse in the United States and ew. it's 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 heavy. And I wouldn't. She says that they I got wouldn't suggest at watching it. And
0: <laughs>
1: I wouldn't suggest watching it on the train or anything. But I I mean it's free on YouTube if you search Edith and Eddie. It's the one that's the longest, and it's really good.
0: You um, know I don't remember a last Oscar or even. Golden Globes, for that matter, that tackled so many important issues. And
1: yeah, it's an important time right now. And and the Oscar but,
0: so white movement, I think broke a lot of those barriers down.
1: But like, it, it's just the tip of the iceberg, honestly. Yeah. Like like this is this is what's gonna get everything started. It's not just a time. I said this on a past podcast. It's like the movement that that needs to keep moving. It needs to keep having momentum. Like it can't just be like woo. It and then die off and I don't think it is because a lot of people especially you know like people spearheading the time's up campaign are really really involved and they're not backing down and they, they they don't have anything to lose at this point so it's a really important time in Hollywood and with movies and I'm going off on a tangent but
0: also there's uh there's a film uh nominated for best picture called get out and I don't remember in any past oscar season uh that a movie that came out almost a year ago in february got nominated for an oscar so early that was released so early so i'm i'm hoping 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 that black panther gets nominated next year because it came out it became out came out around the same time at least for something would I? I think it's would be the only comic book superhero movie ever nominated for Best Picture ever. So what, that's that's even what. Like I'm,
1: original song or something,
0: because Kendrick yeah. produced it. I mean, bomb ass album. That that's just you know, if we look at past years and past Oscars, they tend to, you know, stick to what's recent. You know, like that's that's, that's buzzing. That's why I thought that year with Warhorse and stuff was so such bullshit because War Horse didn't even come out when it was nominated and stuff and
1: I couldn't even tell you who is in Warhorse. Who's in Warhorse?
0: I don't know. Spielberg did it though. But um okay. But you know the the fact that they so it's not only diversity within the movies but also diversity within the release dates and how long the movies have been out and they really mm-hmm. I think really picked these movies really carefully.
1: Oh, I know the one movie I didn't get to see that I wanted to Mudbound. That's one it's I really on Netflix. wanted to see. Maybe I'll watch it Sunday. It's a Netflix Sunday. only. It's a Netflix You wanted specific. me to see Baby Driver, but I don't have that much interest. Also, I'm...
0: is Mudbound the first Netflix movie ever nominated for an Oscar?
1: Is it a Netflix movie? It's a
0: Netflix movie, yeah.
1: I had no idea it was a Netflix movie.
0: That that, that would be why could, it's on Netflix. Could quite possibly be the, a first as well. Then I'm
1: going to watch it. Um, but I think we should get into our nominations because there's the tw- uh, 24 of them. So let's
0: <laughs> so let's just start with the one with the film that you were just talking about. Then, cause- <laughs> okay,
1: yeah. So wait, the documentary.
0: Documentary short subject. Yeah.
1: So documentary short subject. The nominees are uh, Edith and Eddie. Are we really going to go through all of yes. these? Edith and Eddie. Heaven is a traffic jam on the 405. Heroin. Knife skills. Traffic stop. I nominated Edith and Eddie because I just explained and I just got <laughs> done crying. So pop off.
0: Yeah, originally I had, I had Heaven as a Traffic Jam on the 405. because You picked
1: it because the poster looked cool. I,
0: and because I looked into the movie descriptions and it was about a, a troubled artist who used her desire, depression oh, yeah. and anxiety to feel her art. And I, haven't I thought that anything. was a powerful subject. Yeah, but after watching was, Edith and Eddie, I, I changed it. it. <laughs>
1: okay so um we also have a little like key so we we put little symbols by ones that we say like something we're going on our gut on which may not win but we're going on our gut with it because whatever we love it and then we also have one that's saying we're going against our gut on like eh, this is gonna win but we really don't want it to um so this one is something i'm going on my gut on so
0: i was gonna yeah yeah let so let's let's start from the bottom of the list okay. and then make our way What's up.
1: What's the next one,
0: Jimmy? Uh, so the next category is short film, animated, and we were going to talk about these on uh, the episode that we talked about Black Panther and Peter Rabbit because we actually went to the theater oh, and we saw all these. So loud! We saw all of these short films and more, and I was really entertained by pretty much all of them. Too.
1: Yeah, I, I enjoyed seeing them. I mean, it's my my attention span, which is 30 minutes or less. <laughs> um, honestly, my attention span is the like, time of a vine. So you got to keep me interested. <laughs> we started that show. This is totally off subject, but we started that show ap bio and how many seconds did it take oh, for me to not be into it
0: we both weren't really interested but me the first i literally
1: got up and i was like i'm done it was like 12 <laughs> seconds i was like nah, i'm not into it like that's if you don't hook me within those 12 seconds i'm out um <laughs> yes. but a lot of these really caught my attention and i nominated uh deer basketball which is the oh, i
0: didn't even go down the list yet oh you did <laughs> i was i was gonna talk about how there were a few how we watched a few of the uh sorry. few short films that we thought were nominated or maybe on the short list that didn't even make the cut, like there was one called Weeds where it was about like that was cute a version. flower a flower who was like wanted some water so it, it went was trying to cross the hot pavement on a summer day and ended up dying and the leaves uh the spores went everywhere and planted flowers and then there was this cute one about a dragon.
1: Yeah, that one was cute. But what are the ones nominated? Uh, so I'm th- sorry. The- <laughs>
0: Like Kieran said, uh, the uh, nominees for short film animated are Dear Basketball, which is about uh, I guess Kobe Bryant's career and aspirations of him as a kid wanting to become, you know, Kobe Bryant. Um, Garden Party is a movie about uh, a bunch of different frogs having their each storyline in a <laughs> dead person's mansion. I really love it's hearing. It's a French you film, these. I think. Uh, Lou is the Disney Pixar short about uh, a lost and found thing monster that made a bully give away all give back all the lost and found toys i thought it was cute uh negative space was like a stop motion animation thing about a boy having a a relationship with his father and the one thing that they bonded on was how to correctly pack a suitcase uh and
1: which i've never mastered
0: (laughs) yeah so um I'm not going to give away the punchline because the whole movie is based off on the punchline. So, uh, and the last one is Revolting Rhymes, which I believe is also on Netflix that you could watch. And it's a half hour, two part adaptation of a Road doll uh, fairy tale that, and this one blends uh, Little Red Riding Hood, Snow White, and The Three Little Pigs.
1: It was too long for me. And honestly, like...
0: I like the voice acting a lot. In it this just one, though, wasn't
1: too. original. Like... It's all based on. It's I mean, an adaptation. I know it's, yeah, right. it's an adaptation. But like, I'm much more into original things. Anyways, we so, both uh, we both
0: picked your basketball, mm-hmm, but it was um, the best. I, I was, I was going back and forth because Disney always takes these. So
1: yeah, but they really slacked this year. So yeah, but I remembered
0: it. that like. um liking this one the best as we were watching it so yeah. i just went with that
1: so next one is short film live action which we actually just finished okay we watched three of the five um it's DeKalb elementary the 11 o'clock um my nephew emmett the silent child and Watu Wote? all of us so the ones we didn't watch was the last one i named and also the 11 o'clock the first one we watched we were both like just like like it, it so intrigued. It it was it was emotionally captivating. I almost cried. Um it it, it was about
0: what was it called Karen?
1: to call elementary. <laughs> um that one it it starts out in like the receptionist office of like an elementary school and this boy comes in and asks to use the phone and I'm like, oh my God, this is gonna be about a school shooting. Oh, it's gonna be you just know. And he's pulling something out of his bag and it's an assault rifle and you know, I feel like no matter the time we did this, we think back in our minds in the past f- five years of all the shootings that have happened in schools and nightclubs and churches. and But this one, because of what happened in Parkland, Florida, last week or two weeks ago, uh, it's really, really on my mind right now. It's
0: the most relevant, and, probably, yeah, out of all of them. Yeah, and
1: it was a really interesting take on a school shooting. It, it it's It was a shooter that... Was going through a lot of things mentally and he didn't want to harm any of the students but he needed to find a way to get the right hospitalization and so he was trying to attract the cops and he was like going back and forth and it was just about his trust with the receptionist and him and it's a dollar 99 on amazon right now all the shorts are so i would i would recommend if you guys are really interested just for to that go look into it.
0: just just for that <sighs> one but you know it,
1: it, you, also when you buy it you Pay one ninety nine for the live action ones and the an- animated ones, and it was just.
0: You know, I I don't remember a time where we probably talked so in depth about an anime, not an animated, but like a short film, like in a really long time, and since film
1: school, yeah,
0: and uh, the DeKalb Elementary short was just so strong and so uh just so powerful and and the fact that like how mental illness is a problem and that people can't get the treatment that they need so they have to figure out ways and how to get themselves hospitalized and get themselves help even if it's to, like that that biggest extreme that I mean. happened in the film.
1: And it was just, I would definitely recommend watching. It was movies. the
0: first one that we watched, and, and I was just like, we don't need to watch any of the others. I because... liked The Silent
1: Trials. I liked My Nephew Emmett, too. They were, they were all three pretty strong, but I'm I'm interested to see if, you know, DeKalb Elementary wins the platform that they're on, what they'll talk about.
0: Yeah. Do you want to um, talk about the other two or just quick?
1: Um. No, let's move on. We have uh, okay. 22 others. All right, so um, we, we
0: hit the short subject. Yeah. So, um fuck this next category is hard uh visual effects uh blade runner 2049 guardians of the galaxy volume two kong skull island a bmd alum uh star wars the last jedi (laughs) and war for the planet of the apes so my heart you know my heart's always with guardians they they deserve
1: you're going against your gut no i said
0: my heart is with guardians um if you see that film, you'll realize how stunningly beautiful the visual effects are. However, uh, there is a particular film nominated in this category that uh, Andy Serkis has put his heart and his soul into three different movies in this series. And uh, just worked really, really hard and is amazing. And just the performance capturing visual effects in this movie are incredible. So that's why I picked War for the Planet of the Apes.
1: I did too. Um, I'm Think's going against. Choice. Yeah, I'm going g- against my gut on this, which like my gut says Blade Runner, but I'm going against it because I think it's gonna be war, war for the Planet of the Apes. Um, I've seen none of these. <laughs>
0: you saw Just Kong?
1: So- oh, I did see Kong. Holy <laughs> shit! It's a new world. Um. Anyways, the next category is film editing. This one, none of them stood out to me except for one. Which, I'm also going against my gut on this one. The nominees are Baby Driver, Dunkirk, I, Tanya, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards. I'm just saying Three Billboards. I'm not saying the whole thing. Okay. Um, I am going with Dunkirk.
0: He didn't even see it.
1: I don't have so to see you it to know. N-
0: you don't know what the ending is. You didn't even see it.
1: I'm going against my gut and not voting for I, Tanya uh-huh, So, that. I went
0: to Baby Driver. Um, If you see the film just the editing is just so masterful and the editing and the sound and the music is pro- is some of the most important key elements of that film so that's why i went. With-
1: i'm going against my gut on this one um i want to do i because i think the editing out of all of these was the best but i think dunkirk is gonna win i mean i hope i'm wrong, but i don't think it will be um
0: is it sad that I, said, I think that Italian is only going to walk out with one?
1: No. I mean, it's not nominated for a lot, but I think it's only... It's just a... so good. I know, but there's a lot of other good ones. Um, it's like when American Idol, you're like, oh, they're all so good. Yeah, but they got for Best Picture. Wait, American Idol is not the top of their craft. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Anyways, what's the next one, Jimmy?
0: Uh, production Design. Uh, this was another hard one for me. Uh, the nominees are Beating the Beast... Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, and The Shape of Agua. I almost picked Beauty and the Beast. I'm not gonna lie, because the no. production design in that movie is amazing. Uh, however, I went with The Shape of Water because you know they yep. had the they had to design a whole fifties Cold War era. Yeah, and I'm I'm make going with
1: the I'm going with The Shape of Water too, and I'm going with my gut on this one because I think it's gonna be right. Have you gone over any of your gut ones?
0: Um, I pretty much picked them all.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so the next category is cinematography. Um, so the nominees are uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound, and The Shape of Water. As much as I want to nominate Mudbound because of um, it being a female cinematographer, I have no—I've not seen it, and um, I've heard so many good things about. Blade Runner and it's Blade Runner so I'm like well shit Uh, so (laughs) I'm going against my gut though on this one because I would either do The Shape of Water or Mudbound but I'm doing Blade Runner because I'm an Aries and I want to win.
0: See the thing with this is you know Shape of Water is another good choice however the king the master of cinematography Roger Deakins did Blade Runner and uh that's why yeah, I, that's, that's why
1: I'm saying I'm going again That's why I,
0: that's one reason why I picked that and the second reason why I picked that is because if you listen to the first episode of my solo show where I had Igor Sinara on we did a entire class an entire 5-hour class on learning yes. how to do the replica uh the how to replicate the lighting and uh color fixtures of the Blade Runner cinematography so wow
1: um okay next one (laughs) costume design uh
0: costume design beauty and the beast darkest hour phantom thread uh the shape of water and victoria and abdul i feel fucking stupid about this one why uh because i picked the shape of water and then i looked at it and i was like fuck phantom thread is about fucking making costumes (laughs) and clothes yeah i picked phantom
1: thread i'm this is not what I've seen, and I've actually heard good reviews about it, but I'm not about... I. It's not my cup of tea, and that's fine. That's totally fine. That's, that's me. That's why I haven't seen Dunkirk. That's why, in the past, I haven't seen, like, any Tarantino things. Like, it's just things I don't want to see. But I did nominate it because I have heard good things and just seeing uh, um, it at the Golden Globes and trailer and stuff. And, like Jimmy said, it's about fashion, so... I'd be surprised if that doesn't win.
0: I'm rooting for a fish guy.
1: Fish guy. Fish guy. Um, okay, so the next one is makeup and hairstyling, which only three are nominated and none of them are strong. So, <laughs> anyways, it's Victoria and Abdul. That's um, not why I'm laughing. Wonder and Darkest Hour. Why are you laughing?
0: Be- because Suicide Squad won this last year.
1: I didn't say last year's were strong either. They all seem to be lacking the past few years. Anyways, I nominated Darkest Hour because that's the top contender.
0: Me too. And they made Gary Oldman look look like uh, Churchill.
1: Yeah. Next one.
0: Sound mixing. Baby Driver, uh, Blade Runner 2049, Dunkirk, The Shape of Water, or Star Wars, The Last Jedi?
1: What did you nominate, James? I went
0: with Baby Driver.
1: I, that I think that's a good pick, but I went with Dunkirk. Um,
0: I mean, I could totally understand that it's war and yeah, all the stuff. A lot of war but, movies
1: always win. But sound, the sound editing and mixing, it's it's very surprising if it's two different movies. Like Gravity was the same one. Usually they're the same ones. That wasn't it Hell or High Water last year. Yeah, both of them, because uh, they're kind of the same thing.
0: You know, this, Not really, but like, you know. This category was hard because you have Blade Runner, which is like a unique sci-fi, and you have Shape of Water. I don't really know why Shape of Water was on here. Dunkirk is the war movie. Baby Driver is the movie where sound is literally everything in that movie, where it's the music and the sound effects and the editing. It's- and then you have Star Wars that has those iconic sounds and yeah but it's like the
1: 50th star no i'm kidding but anyways both of the categories of sound editing and sound mixing have all the same nominations so did you have a different
0: baby i double baby driver
1: okay okay and i double dunkirked
0: double (laughs) dunkirk
1: yeah it sounds like a (laughs) basketball term um anyways um the next one is original song um so here are the nominees mighty river from mudbound mystery of love from call me by your name which i don't remember what that it's is the credit song um oh i liked that one i like that one a lot but i don't think it's gonna win remember me by coco stand up for something from marshall and this is me by the greatest showman um so i went with my <laughs> what
0: the way i pronounce you, showman dean how do you pronounce showman
1: Showman, not showman. You
0: no, know, I was going to say, do you know what I think of every time I hear the the name of the song? Of this the...
1: is real. <laughs> this is me. Me too. Camp Rock. <laughs> Please, I'm a Disney kid. Um, uh,
0: so, uh, you know, stand-up to something is uh, common. Did that one too. So, come, we can walk out of here with an Oscar. But I picked
1: Remember
0: Me. Oh, I did
1: too, and I went with my gut on this one. Me too. This is me, won the Golden Globe, but I really think Coco's going to win. I will take this loss if I need to.
0: Um,
1: But that's what I went with my gut on. So I went with my gut on one, two, three, five categories. Wait, one, two, three. I went with my gut on six categories and went against my gut on four of these. So um, there are 10 I feel strongly about in either way.
0: You know, I just think my wrists were the baby driver ones, but it's because they rightfully deserve those.
1: Yeah um so Uh, the next one uh
0: original score uh dunkirk phantom thread shape of water star wars or three billboards outside ebbing missouri i mean that star wars score is iconic but i went with shape of water because it won the globe
1: me too me too for the same thing um dunkirk could weirdly swoop this (laughs) because it's a war movie and it's like Ruh, we're gonna do see this. i was gonna say but the same not.
0: thing about phantom thread instead of
1: oh bullshit <laughs> um sorry do you know, know why Do you know what the so score
0: strong. of phantom thread is this is close
1: why are they ghosts oh phantom <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even we got a <laughs>
0: realistic kieran laugh on this uh, yeah podcast. ugly
1: i had to point the <laughs> microphone away i'm so sorry for your little baby ears everyone um anyways the next one is foreign language <laughs> you dumb bitch
0: <laughs>
1: foreign language film um the nominees are a fantastic woman the insult loveless um on body and soul and the square Um, The only two I've heard of out of these are A Fantastic Woman and The Square. So I, this one I'm a little blind about, but I went for A Fantastic Woman.
0: Same here, because it tackles uh, transgender and stuff.
1: Transgender and stuff.
0: Yeah, transgender and stuff, because it's more than just that. Uh, Documentary feature. Documentary. Documentary feature. Uh, Abacus
1: don't think that's how you pronounce it but small enough to jail how do it? you pronounce it abacus 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 small <laughs> enough to jail uh faces, faces places faces, places
0: icarus <laughs> uh last men in aleppo aleppo please correct us if i'm wrong i know i'm wrong aleppo. and strong island represent
1: what is strong island is it about long island no i don't think so oh.
0: Uh, I went with Faces Places.
1: I went with Faces Places too
0: because uh, it's um, it's about two French people going around and looking at uh, art made by other artists of like giant representations of their facial features and stuff. And I thought it was really really cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the next one is animated feature. Um, I'm excited by this because this is what gonna the bread warmer. Up. Uh, shut up uh the nominees are the boss baby the breadwinner coco ferdinand and loving vincent and i went with coco me too because yeah. coco.
0: um
1: it's not gonna be boss baby um
0: uh adapted screenplay is our next category uh call me by your name the disaster artist logan molly's game and mudbound don't know why molly's game is on here uh, well, she's got to
1: get dominated for one.
0: You know my my heart. My heart wants Logan, because you didn't read the book. You didn't Did read. Did you read the book? Yeah. When? I have Marvel Unlimited. I have all the books. I also own all the books of Old oh, Man Logan. Oh, it's
1: a comic book. I forgot. Yeah,
0: it's old, it's Old Man Logan. Sorry,
1: I was. I thought it was an actual book. No, it's
0: like, based. You it's, didn't read it's, ba- book. it's based on uh, when. Wolverine accidentally killed all the mutants. You said you to wanted to,
1: but you didn't do it, did no, you? No, I didn't. Mm-hmm.
0: Be- I wanted to go with Logan because it's the only comic book movie ever nominated for a depth screenplay, no, but cool. I went cool. for The Disaster Artist because it is 99.9% mm. accurate to the book. So if there's anything Good that's...
1: Good luck losing that, honey.
0: What, you picked Molly's Game? No, I the picked... Call me by your name! Poker. <laughs>
1: No, I didn't pick Molly's game. I picked Call Me By Your Name.
0: Yeah, I like I said, I took a calculated risk. But out of all... See,
1: this is why I win, because I think about it more. I'm more calculated uh, But it. if you it's ask anyone
0: what is the most faithful adaption on that thing, it's the disaster artist. It's 100% the disaster artist.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. I'm not about to vote for anything to support that. I've I've said this on the podcast before, before it happened and after it happened. James Franco has always given me the creeps. He did not write okay, the script. Okay, no, I know. Um, I just want to. It's based use off my of a platform. book written
0: by Greg Sestero. I
1: just want to use my platform to talk about the slime. Um, anyways, and the next the, one is the, a, Kids Choice Awards. That is a really <laughs> poor joke because he's accused of being with underage girls. So that is a really a joke in poor taste, James. Anyways, original screenplay. Um the nominees are The Big Sick, Get Out, Lady Bird, The Shape of Water, and Three Bellboards. So, I this is what I'm going with my gut on. I just I I hope this wins. Um I voted for Get Out.
0: I approve of that selection. Mm-hmm. Uh I with The Big Sick.
1: And I definitely approve of that selection. So,
0: I this is the we may ca- both lose. <laughs> this is the category that I desperately, desperately do not want Three Wheelboards to win. We've we've went over this on the podcast. I think that screenplay is really weak. There's, uh, I think Francis McDormand's character is probably the strongest I think it's character. Really weak, but it's pretty weak compared to these other movies on the list. And there's a lot of plot holes, and it's not fleshed out, and it should have yeah. been. A lot longer. So, That's because the director who wrote it is a stage writer for a theater.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. But this one, I feel like I'm taking the biggest gamble on. This one I feel... But I feel so strongly about...
0: I mean, you're know, not going really for two or three things, I want but, it to. I really, yeah.
1: really want it to. Um, and I'd be totally stoked if the Big Sick one, too. That, that one would be my number two. I mean, all of these are really good. Like, I... It's awesome to have a whole category. I'm like, I've seen all of those. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I really My like thinking was,
0: besides the obvious of that the big Sick was written phenomenally and that Kumail and Emily, it's a comedy. Kumail and Emily wrote pretty much their life story or how, and how they met. And yes, it's a comedy, but also it's the only thing that the big Sick is nominated for. Like, it's there for a reason with all these other mm-hmm. stuff, and that's why I think it it could definitely win it.
1: Yeah. Um, next one for you.
0: Uh, actor in a supporting role. Willem Dafoe for The Florida Project, Woody Harrelson in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Richard Jenkins for The Shape of Water, Christopher Palmer for All the Money in the World, and Sam Rockwell for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Uh, my heart wants Richard Jenkins because he was so good. Same. Um, also, Christopher Palmer gets it. I wouldn't be upset because he reshot a, a whole movie in nine days, and that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, Oof. you know... I love Sam Rockwell I really really love Sam Rockwell I didn't want to pick him but I did anyway because Me too. he won the Globe and I got you know uh, I have issues with his character I really do um, he his character in three billboards is a racist and a homophobe and he's someone who's assumed to be struggling with being gay himself and uh is abusive and he's a shit shit person he throws people out the window he's He's beats up black people for a living he's the worst scum of a human being and at the end of the movie you're supposed to look at him like he's a reforming hero and i don't want to approve of of that whatsoever yeah and um you know it sam rockwell had aspects of Sam Rockwood Sam rock which he does be um his normal quirks and his normal charms uh, however he had to reach a pretty pretty deep place to portray the character yeah and on on that aspect alone of based on how he portrayed that character that's why I think he deserves it not how the character that's, is written
1: yeah I think that's a very Good and eloquent way to put it, and I don't think I could put it in any better words. That I, I'm going against my gut. I'd probably do Richard Jenkins. Um, Willem Dafoe is awesome. I mean, they're all awesome, but I, I think I definitely agree with well, you. Well,
0: this this is something else I want to talk about because we, I, like I said, I said everything I had to say about Rockwell and I said everything I had to say about Palmer. Like, you reshot that in nine days. Uh, Richard Jenkins' character in the Shape of Water is, uh, An elderly gentleman who's alone. He only has his cats. He's in the 50s where gay people aren't accepted. And he's struggling with that. He meets a guy who runs a deli. And he goes in there every single day to buy pies. Thinking that... That he doesn't even like. That he doesn't even like. Thinking that... It's like
1: pretended. I one time pretended to like tennis for a boy. Never again. Tennis is boring as fuck. Unless you're (laughs) Venus or Serena. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it's
0: it's exactly that point. It's he, he, his character struggles with the uh, want to be desired and the want to be wanted. And uh, he realizes ultimately when he finds out that that guy he's been going after is a racist and is straight and is acting as a southern person. That what he really wants is for Sally Hawkins' character to be happy, and that that's I, I think out of all these characters on the, on this list here, he's got the way more depth than any of these other yeah. people. Uh I when we were watching Three Billboards, I said to Kieran that Woody Harrelson is probably my favorite character in this movie. Um,
1: Mine Francis McDormand. But, but
0: uh, Willem Dafoe also didn't do much in The Florida Project. I thought. I. I but just, he's fucking awesome uh, in everything. So.
1: So the next category is actress in a supporting role. Um, the nominees are a lot of great women. Um, Mary J. Bludge in Mudbound. Allison Janney in I, Tonya. Uh, Leslie Manville in Phantom Thread. Laurie Metcalf in Lady Bird. And Octavia Spencer in The Shape of Water. I believe we nominated the same one on this. Yep. This, I'm going against... My Golden Globe dom was Laurie Metcalf. But I have changed my answer. But she
0: went to the light...
1: To Alice and Janie, she has a fucking parrot on her shoulder
0: called Little Man.
1: <laughs> I forgot to so say I, I hope she brings it. Uh,
0: she did. Uh, she brought a fake parrot to the Golden Globes. But um, you know, like I have said before, this has been the year of bad mothers in movies. Um, in movies, you know, uh, you know, Alice and Janie, Laurie Metcalf, I, I think, are the top choices in this mm-hmm. category even though their their mother's portrayal are very and, different
1: i mean as as humans I, I don't even know who leslie manville is but as humans mary j bludge and octavia spencer are amazing humans um i think octavia spencer did great in the shape of water do i think she deserves an oscar i, I think it's know. an obligatory I mean,
0: nomination though um i think she got the like Mar- every i think she got the meryl streep director, obligatory nomination this like year. most
1: white male directors get each year the obligatory nomination uh, sorry moving on a <laughs> little better that was my natalie portman for the evening
0: also i like the i like Alison jenny's character probably the best from what we've seen
1: i mean she's a terrible human in it but yeah oh yeah same. but
0: but she's she's all right so laurie metcalf's character is a like a terrible person but when you watch it you're just kind of like Ugh. So but, I
1: don't think that Laurie Metcalf's character is a terrible person. I think she's misunderstood and frustrated and has her own set of issues. I don't I think well, all the movie character the is movie in,
0: portrays her that way, but with I
1: think Allison Janney's character is a more of a terrible person.
0: But she's just so mesmerizing no, I, to watch. I,
1: I I know I nominated That's her. That's the difference. Boy, move
0: on. <laughs> uh, actor in the leading role. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, call me by your name, Daniel Day-Lewis, Phantom Thread, Daniel Kaluuya in Get Out. Gary Oldman, Darkest Hour, Denzel Washington, Roman J. Israel, Esquire. The obligatory nomination of this list. Oh, shut up. Um, He's the Meryl Streep of men.
1: So I, and that's a compliment. Also, he's beautiful. So pop off. Um, I nominated Gary Oldman for The Darkest Hour because that's getting a lot of buzz. Going against my gut on this, my gut would either go to Timothy Chalamet and Call Me By Your Name or Daniel Kaluuya. Is it, I'm saying kalua kalua <laughs> I literally have said it for a year. Kalua.
0: <sighs> see, if Gary think, Oldman doesn't think, win this, I want Chalamet to win. I it.
1: think LaCour is just on my mind. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Who'd you nominate?
0: Uh Gary Oldman. Okay. Because, you know, he's been top I dog for a long this, time.
1: Like, the actors, actor, director, best picture. I think we all have the same. I think him. we all have the same thing, too. Whatever. We'll uh, see.
0: Also, I don't want daniel day lewis to win because i've heard awful things about his character he i heard he treats women like complete shit the the, yeah. total, the whole total movie and he's can a,
1: i read actress in the leading role yeah i just want to say saoirse um <laughs>
0: you just did
1: yeah Um, So, actress in a leading role, the nominees are Sally Hawkins for The Shape of Water, Frances McDormand for Three Billboards, Margot Robbie for I, Tonya, um, Saoirse Ronan for Lady Bird, and Meryl Streep for The Post. I love saying Saoirse Ronan, and I don't know why. Um, It's like... Hey Sharona, but Sir Sharona. Um, My Sharona. <laughs> um, what did I say? Hey Sharona. Hey, Sharona. My Sharona. Hey
0: Sharona. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to get her attention, okay? Hey um. Sharona. <laughs> <laughs> this feels oh, so bad. Dans-
1: I'm like always just a little bit <laughs> off of things. Sorry, guys. um Let me see what. Oh, I know. Did Frances McDormand? Me too. But I want yeah, Sally Hawkins to get it. I mean, yeah. I think I think this whole list is amazing. I think they all did fantastic. I mean, yeah. I haven't even seen the post, but it's Bernal Street. So
0: I mean, uh, we don't need to talk about Tanya Harding because she's you know her story. If you Google her, uh, Saoirse Ronan and Lady Bird's uh, girl. Saoirse. Saoirse. Did I say says, Saoirse, Saoirse, Saoirse? Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse. Ronan, uh, Ronan. And Ladybird is a character who's like a grown girl who struggles with her identity and who she wants to be and what she wants to do which same i think is a really uh really strong thing so i, I wouldn't be opposed if she won either uh the po- meryl streep's character i think r- runs the washington post or something i'm not entirely familiar with it because we didn't see it three billboards france McDermott is a mother who's a really angry mother who's uh, struggling with the rape and death of her daughter, and the cops not doing anything about it. And uh, Sally Hawkins, she's a mute woman that falls in love with a fish man.
1: Wow, you like have very concise, random like little blurbs about all of them. I like it. Um, anyways, well, I'm, do you I'm say describing
0: director? the characters and stuff to our listeners who don't, who maybe haven't seen. the Also,
1: movies. let's just say again, director history in the making although i didn't nominate her i i i just am so happy that she was nominated greta gerwig making history here the first woman since 2008 um with catherine bigelow for the hurt locker Um, that's the last woman who won there's only been i think this is the fifth woman ever in uh what 90 years how many years has this been on 90. 90. five women for best director five That means there's been how many men? Countless, countless that I'm not going to name. But this is really awesome that she was even nominated. And because it's somewhat of a comedy, it's a dramedy. And that's even breaking barriers. So good for you, Greta Gerwig. I can't wait to see what you do next. And I didn't vote for you. I want to, but like, I also have this really big strive to win. (laughs) And I hate it. I hate it. Okay.
0: I mean, just also my with also with with this list alone. I mean, we got Nolan, who's British, who's not American. We got George, whatever. It's Peele, Nolan, I don't. Feel. Jordan Peel, who's black. We have Greta Gerwig, who's a woman. I think P. T. Anderson's American. I think he may oh, be nice. the only white American. And then Guillermo del Toro, yes, who's Mexican. Yes, yes, yes. So, All of these, yeah. except
1: for Christopher Nolan. So
0: I like it. I gotta go with my boy, GDT. Nicest, Guillermo one of the nicest people I've ever yeah. met.
1: I think that he's gonna... Now, I would be... I would probably start crying if Greta
0: Gerwig won. I'd probably start crying if Guillermo won.
1: <laughs> but, like, I'd probably start crying if just... You guys, like... I remember in my senior year of high school, I was trying to decide what to do, and I was like, I really want to be a director, but I just don't... I know Sofia Coppola, and I, I, I know the woman who did, you know... Uh, to Hurt Locker because I just watched it. Um, and I know. I'm not, I wasn't saying her name. I was saying like that. I didn't know who she was at the time. Like I didn't know a lot. And so I searched like and I wanted to do comedy. So I searched best comedic female directors and it was this list of 200. Uh, there were four females. Uh, the top one being That's Sophia her. Coppola. Have you ever seen The Virgin Suicides? That shit is not a comedy. Lost in translation. That was- but that was so dry. That was the number one female comedic director in two thousand. Like when I looked at what it in the bling plus.
0: ring ain't funny.
1: No, that hadn't <laughs> come out yet. That oh, had, but like it, it just I don't know, and it just kind of put it into perspective. Like oh, and I know that list gets smaller when it's you know African American directors, when it's um, when it's anyone. Sorry, but besides like the white man, so. I think that this year is breaking boundaries. Bounders? boundaries, Boundaries. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. We've lost here in this Lord, whole episode.
1: I told you I've been crabby. Okay? And I'm just like not fully here. And I just really.
0: <laughs> the police won't do anything. <laughs> um, I live in Missouri. Well,
1: anyways. I think that this is just we're breaking boundaries, and it's the tip of the iceberg. Usually, I'm really good at talking, but <laughs> the past fifteen minutes <laughs> has not been. I also have really bad carpal tunnel right now, y'all. So, also, why is there glitter on my hands? Do you see that?
0: <laughs> There's our tangent. So, if you go back to our <laughs> Golden Glow special, uh, I, I tell my story on how I met Keola del and how yeah he, we he don't was have one to... of the nicest people I've ever met. So. Do you know what Guillermo del Toro did after he won the Golden Globe?
1: Went and ate somewhere?
0: He... Didn't go to any of the after parties and went straight to In-N-Out Burger.
1: Yes, I knew it. I knew it because he's a boy after my own heart. Good for him.
0: (laughs) That's funny. That's just the simplicity of of Guillermo. I love it. He also has one of the foulest mouths I've ever heard. Good
1: for him. (laughs)
0: Which is also why I love Guillermo. But we're going to go on to the best picture category.
1: So I get to say this one. The best picture nominees are. I'm pretty sure we said the last. Call me by your name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Did we pick the same one?
0: We did. We. Ready
1: on one, two, three. The The Shape shape of Water. water. I went pretty much all
0: in with The Shape of Water.
1: Yep, yep. I went with my gut on this one. What I could see change in the game is three billboards, but I hope it doesn't. I really, really I'm gonna think I'm going to be so mad it. if it does. I, Me too. I mean, last year, I was pissed. Last year, I, when La La Land won, I was just like... <sighs> I was pissed. That was a lot of and sound effects. then, y'all know what happened. My pick one... So, Jimmy was going to be behind by one last year. He was still going to lose. But then when Moonlight won, because he picked La La Land, he was behind by two. So, Kieran won by two. <laughs> um, And Kieran's right. going to win by two. Or so, more uh,
0: so, I mean, well...
1: I don't mean to be so, like... <sighs> I feel like I'm being so egotistical right now. I just... There's only so many things I win. Like, I I... I <laughs> let me have this one this is one this is categories i can win
0: (laughs) and quiplash
1: and quiplash
0: (laughs) so i mean we we're gonna just talk super briefly about the movies we didn't see four of these movies uh i do have people who have seen this movie so uh maybe after we're done talking i'll insert their thoughts on the movies and stuff right here but uh so, uh, Karen, you could talk about our first, or briefly summarize our first movie on this list, which is Call Me By Your Name.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. So, Call Me By Your Name is um, a very Picture. emotionally grueling and connective film. Um, so it's about um, a man who's going into where, Italy? Yes. Yeah, Italy.
0: Northern Italy.
1: Northern Italy to study with a professor for like six weeks in a summer. And he has this emotional connection with the professor's son, who I think is, like, 18. I hope it's like, 18. Um, And and it it pulls back to a lot of, like, first love, where it's a lot of, like, almost, Almost, like, caress of, like, the shoulder, or, like, almost kiss, or almost, like, I don't know. It, It just was one of those movies where it perfectly described a lot of people's first love. Um, and it's it's one of those where it's like kind of slice of life-ish. Um, and, and just you're intrigued the whole time. So also, I really if you're interested it. in
0: fruit sex, this is a good movie for Oh, you. my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you said fruit sex.
0: It's the darkest hour in Dunkirk we didn't see. Uh, Get Out is our next movie. If you didn't fucking see this movie, you need to see this movie. Um, I do still think that the less you know about this movie, the better of an experience you'll have with it. Um, what I will say about it is uh, it's a masterful horror movie and the only horror movie on this list. And, you know, it's it's not too often that a horror movie gets nominated for best picture. And sure. you know, it, it sort of is debatable on whether it is a horror movie or not, but if you look at it from the African-American perspective, it's definitely a horror movie. And uh, Jordan Peele, who directed it, is so fascinated with Twilight Zone, fascinated with uh, horror movies and old B-movies that he took all of those loves and mixed it with uh, cultural significance and uh, current events like... Racism and, uh, um, what, uh, cops abusing African Americans and just, and topics like that. And also, uh, everyday topics like love and meeting your girlfriend's parents and their families and the nerves of, of doing that. So he mixed a lot. Was that nerve wracking? No. But he mixed, <laughs> <laughs> he mixed a lot of a uh, lot of good topics that you don't really see covered in movies and covered in television. So, like I said, the less you actually know about the plot of this movie, the better of an experience you'll have with it. So next is Lady Bird.
1: Lady Bird. So I really, really enjoyed this movie. This is another slice of life, which I I tend to go more towards rather than something like you know Dunkirk or. Um, Phantom Thread, I, I, I kind of go more towards the real slice of life, just poignant films. So Lady Bird is about an um, outspoken teenager just navigating like a loving yet turbulent relationship with her very strong-willed mother um, over the course of a very eventful senior year of high school. So it goes through the whole senior year of high school. and That was a very emotional year for me, like leaving home, deciding what I want to do. The result by uh, depression was also like making her like you know doing her one woman show at that time like so it was a very like emotional thing to watch and connect with um when i connect with a film pretty much all bets are off i connected with call me by your name i connected with lady bird on a different level um and this one is the film nominated with the director Greta Gerwig
0: i like this movie i think it's a bit overhyped but i like
1: it <sighs> someone say
0: you're overhyped james yeah that's possible kind of third in the post we didn't see uh, The Shape of Water man I mean what, what could we say about The Shape of Water that... oh, you
1: stuck me with three billboards
0: <laughs> I didn't do it purposely uh, what could we say about The Shape of Water that I mean we haven't already said this This movie is beautiful in every every single way down to the character work down to the movie <laughs> down to the movie down to the music down to the costuming. honestly
1: color theory is awesome on this if you're interested in it at all
0: uh i will say that out of every movie nominated with probably the exception being get out this is probably the most unique and creative movie on this list and in my opinion it's the best movie on this list and uh this this is one of those movies that uh if you listen to Blind Movie Date, you know a lot of these, which I wasn't sure how Guillermo was going to react to this movie <laughs> because, you know, Guillermo could, could be really, really, really strange about his approach to things. But, you know, this the story is just so masterfully written and just so poetic and and so, just so lovable in every, every aspect to the characters' relationships to knowing what, boundless uh unconditional love is and to just find that perfect person that you don't expect like like i don't think she grew up as a little kid being like i'm gonna be in love with a fish man no it was unexpected and those are those those (laughs) thank you and that's that's what love is love is unexpected love is boundless love is unconditional and that's it's just proves everything in this movie how this is written uh
1: am i your fish man (laughs) that's a serious question <laughs> sure <gasps> guys you heard it here first folks um yes it was a beautiful movie i really really enjoyed it my favorite movie of the year um the next one was not my favorite movie of the year but it was I good to I mean, about the next one um but three billboards if you guys don't know is a movie about a mother that um her mo- her, her daughter was um raped and murdered a few months prior to when the film takes place and the cops have done nothing about it and no arrests have been made and she puts in money to make three billboards that say um raped while dying no arrests made and what now chief you remember that i had to look it up Oh. i remember the raped while dying was one um and i actually found an article about someone saying like oh three uh, three different billboards went up for a new movie they're shooting, and it was in April of 2016. So they shot it in North Carolina, and that. So, like, it was like an article about that. It like,
0: wasn't shot in Missouri?
1: No, it was not shot in Missouri. Missouri's <laughs> not that pretty. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Ozarks are very pretty. Um,
0: sorry to all those listeners in Missouri. Like, hey, you're just insulted.
1: Hey, um, Missouri's way prettier than Oklahoma. But anyways... Sorry to it, all those
0: Okies that Karen just insulted. Oh,
1: we all feel the same, okay? Um, but anyways, that's our list. That's We went through it all, you know, all the way down. So um, I'm really excited for this year. We'll see. Um, if you guys have your own ballots, uh, let us know. Let us know if we're way off on something. If you're like, hey, you know what's gonna win? Molly's game. Yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> He's just shitting all over Molly's game.
1: Um, I don't mean to make fun of it, and I'm sure a lot of people worked really hard on it. It's just. Do you know
0: why it's on this list to begin with? Why? It's because it's the, I think, first screenplay written by Aaron Sorkin. And so oh. pe- people just totally freaked out about that. I'm not even that big of a Jessica Chastain fan.
1: Well, yeah.
0: I'm a fan of well, Idris Elba.
1: I'm trying to read yourself a (laughs) two. Anyways, that's our list. Um, We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, This is a really special thing for us to do. And I'm excited for it because loser buys pizza.
0: Is that what we're doing Yeah.
1: So make sure you have enough money to buy a
0: pizza. (laughs) I mean, this this was um, probably the first thing like before we were actually dating that like really I think really brought us together more. Um
1: what me winning and you losing something?
0: <laughs> why you gotta be a fuckhead when I'm trying to make a nice moment.
1: I'm just kidding. I'm uh, just trying to not cry from Edith and Eddie okay? The first
0: the first year that we watched this together oh. I like totally won the best picture thing out of my total gut choice. What was the? What was it? Was Birdman. Oh, and what did I nominate? I'm not sure, um, but I uh, did you um, do
1: Birdman. Sorry, I'm ju- I just had a sip of a drink, guys.
0: I'm like Birdman is just. This
1: isn't trying to be ASMR.
0: <laughs> just fantastic in every way, and it's like superhero-esque and Michael Keaton's like comeback, and I. Why did
1: for some reason I thought you were gonna say Mike Wazowski?
0: Yeah, it's it's Mike Wazowski's... Oh God, I don't think
1: Monsters University came out that year. It's
0: Mike Wazowski's comeback. <laughs> um, <laughs> one second.
1: I, and you know, Oscars. There, they are a competition, and a lot of a lot of great movies don't even make it to this platform whatsoever. So I, I would look up other film festivals. Um, Sundance is a great one. Um, the Toronto Film Fest. Uh...
0: Hamptons Film Festival is a yeah. popular one in New York. But uh I South really, West, Southwest.
1: I really enjoyed watching the shorts. Um, and I really Me too,
0: more than I thought I would. Yeah.
1: I, I think we should start doing that every year.
0: But, uh, uh, not, I'm not so wasn't so hot on the live action ones, but that's nothing that's nothing to the filmmakers. That's just because I enjoy animated more and that's just I mean, movie.
1: I love Dakota Elementary.
0: Oh, that yeah, that one was amazing. But so, uh, but probably. for those listeners who are curious about the best picture nominations of the first Oscars that we ever watched together as a couple, <laughs> no one cares. Uh, the nominations <laughs> nominations uh, were Birdman that won, uh, American Sniper, Boyhood, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash.
1: Wait, I think I nominated Birdman. Did you? Yeah. So, Boyhood is another one I've wanted to see for... What is that? Three years now? Whatever.
0: One year for every hour of the movie.
1: (laughs) True. (laughs) But anyways, we really, really appreciate you guys listening to this. And we hope you enjoyed. We'd love feedback if you guys like this. Um, This goes... This isn't our regular episode. But as always, if you guys have recommendations for movies or for things we should do on the podcast, please let us know. Don't forget... To do what, Jimmy?
0: Listen to us.
1: S- uh, subscribe. Breathe. That's good advice. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, subscribe, uh, star, review.
1: Download. Okay, so downloads are very important to us. I know it takes room on your phone, but you can download, and then you can just take it off your phone, and we still get, like, that data. So whatever. <laughs> but um, the, the
0: most important things are subscribing, and the m- even more important thing than subscribing is reviewing. Uh, yes and it's fun for us because we uh a like to hear your voice and b like to laugh in your face if you hate us (laughs) so
1: damn jimmy (laughs) damn um but also feel free to follow jimmy's podcast network which has ours uh our podcast his personal podcast called jimmy and his amazing friends um which i will be interviewed soon because i'm an amazing friend Um, and uh, belly to belly which I like saying is his wrestling podcast if you're like me and don't give a fuck about wrestling don't watch it listen to it but if you do really care about wrestling go and check him out you can check
0: even if you want to learn about wrestling
1: you can check out the podcast network at JG podcast
0: network on Instagram and you can email us at jgpodcasts at gmail.com I think the first or second time I actually got that email right on record.
1: Everything will be on like our bio on either Google Play, Stitcher, or um, podcast on iTunes. Yeah. And we really appreciate you guys listening again. And we're so excited for the Oscars. We would love to hear your um, nominees and how they differ and how they're alike and who you think is going to win. Her name is Kieran, <laughs> but uh, I think will
0: she be the four time, four time, four time reigning champ?
1: Come on, I never. You know how? You want to know how I got in the spelling bee one time? I was the fifth one when they picked four students, but my friend was sick on that Monday, so, so I got in. So you want, you got in I, by default? <laughs> yeah, I guess what word I got out on my first word, blizzard. You want to know how I spelled it? This is how I don't win at anything. You want to know how I spelled it and we'll end it here? Okay. B-L-I-S-E-R-D. <laughs> Blissard. There you go. So I don't win anything, so I'll win this. So root for me, guys. So our our and next episode
0: great... of this podcast is going oh. to be our choices of high school movies, which I'm super excited for. I, I've wanted this pick for weeks now and hoping that we can get it. And... Uh, I forgot what Karen's category was. Drama. Drama, yeah.
1: Because it's so broad. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. And have a great Oscar Sunday.
0: Hope you'll win. Like, I'm going to fucking win.
1: I'm going to win. I never win anything, Jimmy. I never won this and beat. Just let me hear my day.